Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. I'm ready. Whoa. Are you ready? Yes, I am. By the way, I have a new little setup here, so caught me off guard. Saw myself a little bit bigger. Now now I know why people haven't been turning off. They saw my face. (laughs) Well, you know. Next topic. Back to (laughs) you. Back to me. (laughs) Dan Crystal. What's up? Mr. Yardman. Mr. Yardman, bring me a dream. Use our yard stream. I I literally have nothing. I'm just eye candy today. Again, more paint just to be a little bright. So I'm just going to watch you deliver the best show ever. No, I got your name written all over this. Like, literally, I've got your name written all over it. In times that chat, for some reason, we come up missing. In times that chat. <laughs> yeah, we always have to say that every week because you never know. You just never know. Well, I told Alita, I go, yeah, we got some stuff that are going to the edge. And I don't, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if we should go to the edge on some of this news that we have. Well, I mean, we're we are going to the edge, and that's okay. Uh, as long as we don't cross that edge too far, like we can dip our toe in the in the water to test it out, see how cold it is or how hot it is, and you know, see what yeah. happens. Yeah, in times that chat, just in case we dip it a little too deep, <laughs> just in case we screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> Take it, your screen's not on, so I can't look at myself. I know what I am right now. I'm actually having technical difficulties as we speak. Like not only that, but my, all of a sudden my speaker decided to not operate at full capacity. So exactly, 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 exactly. For those of you who are on Spotify, GJ's mouthing words. You can't hear him, but he's mouthing words. Like, can you? <laughs> oh yeah, you, you can. Well, absolutely. All right, let's get it out of the way. All right. I've been trying to match these days. I've got like a a blue watch band. I got a blue. Uh, All right. So there's a guy. He's no longer alive. He's a a comedian. I forget his name. You coordinated. You are coordinated. You are coordinated. I love that guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know. You coordinated. (laughs) <laughs> all right we gotta get going yes we do okay here we go i literally have nothing 
<laughs> Next. No, you don't. Your name is all over this. I, I don't have anything, bro. My picture's like over the edge. No, 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 no. I, I got you in here quite a bit, and I'll remind you. And then if you don't remember, I'll take it. Does sound good? You do that to me every week, bro. Well, it's because I love you, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. I got your I'm back. Here. You're just trying to one-up me. You are the smartest man alive. We already know that. Let's just get that out in the open. It's this first time you're watching or listening. Dan is the smartest man alive. I can't figure out why his computer is making stupid things happen on the back screen. And <laughs> I got to keep myself humble because of all your compliments. So I was watching a documentary <clears throat> last week about J Coach John Wooden. Mm -hmm. Considered the greatest coach of all time. He was definitely the greatest basketball coach. And they won <laughs> the national championship. Coming, him and his wife were coming out of the hotel to get on the bus, and a bird flew by and dropped one right on his head. He says, "I'm no. one of the world." <laughs> the next moment, <laughs> you're dealing. With, you're dealing with that. <laughs> he goes, "I definitely was brought back, <laughs> brought back, <laughs> brought back down." <clears throat> oh my gosh, that is terrible! Oh goodness, um. That being said, Earth News. That's what I'm wearing a hat. What I'm wearing a hat. Well, it, having a bird have a dookie on your head oh. is, is nowhere near as bad as what we're about to show you. So oh, you're scaring me. This happened. And I'm gonna I'm gonna see. Let me pull it up. I have to make sure I get it on the screen for you so you can see it. But this is in Bennett, Colorado, and uh, Mississippi, I think it is had this fireball coming down. You can see like how the whole thing just, I mean, check, check that out. It has this explosion, a massive explosion that happened and people all over Mississippi actually heard it. Uh, what's Mississippi got to do with Bennett, Colorado? Well, they, this is where they saw it all the way in Bennett, Colorado, but the sound was heard in Mississippi because that's where it kind of, that's where it came down. Um. So, Oh. Uh, the interesting thing about it is, is that they're finding these little meteorites all over the place in Mississippi because of this meteor that pile pile drived its way through our, do you like my word pile drived? I'm trying to sound a lot like the mainstream media right now. I'm using very big words yeah. to make it seem I'm like, like, like a professional meteorologist. I'm doing my best here. Uh, and a meteorite anyway, came, came through. And they NASA confirmed it came in at 55,000 miles per hour, hit the atmosphere, exploded. That's what you saw on the screen, and created this massive sound that boomed all over um, parts of Mississippi. And I, I, the reason why I'm mentioning this, as always, is because I love the sky and love meteorites, and I love to see this stuff when um, we get a chance. But in Revelation, it talks about it looked like there's a mountain falling out of the sky. So. And, and we're going to talk a little bit about Revelation today, but I think this is something we should always keep our eyes on. Plus, Jesus even said, keep your eyes on the sun, moon, and the, sky, and the stars uh, in the sky because they'll have signs. So, yeah, I thought, man, this is definitely something we got to talk about today. But just watch this to see that one more time. Check, check yeah, that out. Yeah. And how fast is that? Well, it's, it came at us at 55,000 miles per hour. I mean. So it seems like our wives driving. <laughs> 
And they're going to actually, and times.chat, we may not be there because we're both going to, we're both going to be taken out by our lives. <laughs> no, I said it. So they'll take me out first. Oh my God. My, my wife will probably own it. Now we have a 17 year old and she's like, oh my gosh, it's like spitting image. <laughs> TJ, yeah. you posted this one. Whoa, the black hole. But I had to find the YouTube because on the, on the one that you sent over, at the end of it, it has it has a song. Did you did you listen to the whole thing that you said? No, no I did not. I did not. I just <laughs> read it. I didn't. I didn't listen to it. I just. I'm glad I listened to it because I'm glad you did too. Because at the end, it's like eh, 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 eh. you're you're the end times chat fact checker. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what the song was later, but it rhymes with. Uh, I can't even say what it rhymes with. Don't even say it. Don't even I say it. I can't. All right. So let me just play. Let right. me just play this. This. What is this first? Set it up. Well, this is so NASA was monitoring. I mean, this is some galaxy, a different galaxy, and they had all this data, and and obviously they got these powerful telescopes. So they're they're obviously that's enlarged, and it's a black hole, and they're they turn the data into you know the audio audible so that we you know humans could hear it. And uh, the thing that caught me here is, you know, there's always been like, don't get caught in the black hole, you know, <laughs> that's never good. And then I'm like, okay, you can't find it. You can't find out about an asteroid that's about to hit Earth, but you can find the black hole and listen to it. I just always find that <laughs> interesting. It's like, okay, things that make you go. <laughs> so uh, play, play, play the video, play the audio. <laughs> That's a great setup, by the way. That was really good. Thanks. Now stop that for a sec. Stop. Doesn't that sound eerie? Yeah, it does. It sounds very eerie, and uh, the song does too. This is the actual NASA uh, YouTube channel, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have they don't have the song on the NASA YouTube channel. Yeah, and I mean, listen to that, and I'm like, okay, why did they convert that the data into the audio and play it? I mean, what's the purpose of it? And then it just sounds eerie. It's almost like <clears throat> a demonic presence when I hear that. Woo! Woo! Yes, is the answer. So. And I feel like I'm color coordinator right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're matching the black hole oh. phenomena. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next. All right. So, why are we showing this? Because, again, all these different signs in the sky. And I don't know if that has anything to do with Jesus' return. Here's what I know when they have the technology and they can check all this stuff out. And, and, you know, some things make sense, some doesn't. It's just like, wow, Jesus could come back at any moment. I mean, everything's there except, well, Jesus could still come back and because the temple matter, which I didn't post anything about it. Um, but we'll, get, we'll talk about that when we get to Revelation. Well, this is one that you posted. We're moving on to Wars and Rumors of Wars. Um, we're going to probably move kind of a little quicker today. Yep. Uh, maybe even yep. a little sooner. Yep, yep, yep. But this is one of the ones that you posted. Yeah, so Taiwan, if you scroll up just a tad. 
I can't actually in this one. This is the. Oh uh, my gosh. This is a picture. This is not a news story. This is just oh. a picture that was on. Uh, uh, oh. It was a JPEG. Well, again, Chinese China and Taiwan are still in the news, and the tensions continue to stay at a very high level. There's another one. I don't know if you you have it, but it was I do. China or Taiwan can't get any more military weapons. <laughs> we don't have the money. We don't have enough money to buy. Uh, weapons and helicopters, and uh, wouldn't you think right now that would be a good time to, to to do that because of what's happening with China? So I just feel like there's something interesting there. We've been talking about this for a year. I truly believe, watch what happens with Taiwan and China. I think there's something key there, and um, and obviously we always have something to talk about with Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, and we'll get to we'll get. To, I actually put Ukraine down and leading up to the tribulation just because of um, what it had to do with. But what speaking of helicopters, up, speaking of helicopters, I literally just heard uh, we have a military base close by where we live, Beale Air Force Base and Travis Air Force Base. So we have multiple multiple military vehicles flying around on a weekly basis. The other day we saw a huge Osprey, just kind Ooh. of. Like at doing S curves in the sky, um, and I heard I heard a massive helicopter just now flying overhead. So speaking they're, of helicopters, they're actually checking your property out. There's like we've never seen that much mulch. How <laughs> <laughs> come all of a sudden it went from light brown to dark brown? What happened here? There's a there's a mulch <laughs> shortage now in California. There <laughs> is a mulch shortage now. We still have it coming. We haven't even put it all out yet. Anyway. That Are being said, kidding? no, we still have a bunch more to put up. We still we still couldn't finish it. You know, we were talking about coming, you know, towards the end of May, you know, at one point and come visiting, you know. We're not coming till that stuff is all out. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? Is that what yeah. is that what happened? Yeah, I got 10 bags outside. They're still not, but we've had rain and oh yeah. <laughs> we got I some of it. it. I get it. All right. So one of the other things that you had popped up on the chat, uh, in End Times chat on Telegram, by the way, and also we, we are on uh, True Social now, so you can check us out on True Social. We're, we're going to start winding some things up there uh, while I'm looking for this thing I'm going to pop up on the screen. And yeah. um, Way to ad lib. So I'm just going to read the, the headline. Uh, the Ukraine war is allowing Israel to continue bringing Jews back their homeland. And one of the things that, and I don't know, and you could probably be more specific because you're the smartest man alive, is there's a, the Jews coming back to the homeland. So there's like this calling out. So over, over years, I think really since 1949, you know, Jews around the world have slowly been coming back to Israel. And um, so it's starting to happen. And now with what happened in Ukraine, I guess a lot of the Jewish people that were there, that were living there in that country, are now headed to Israel, to their homeland. So there's different things causing the Jews to say, hey, we're going to return home. And again, everything points to Israel. I mean, you want and we'll talk more about it in Revelation. Everything hinges what goes on with Israel to some degree. Other things happen around the world. But the neon light is definitely going to be blinking on Israel 
as as we continue to uh, you know get closer and closer to Jesus' return and after he takes the church out. And there is something in the scripture, I didn't get a chance to look it up beforehand, but about the Jewish people being brought back in massive droves to their homeland. So that's why this is a major op-ed article and why it's so poignant uh, in the end, during the end times. So uh, here's oh, another one. Yeah, did you see what, that was also the Temple Mount, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the Temple Mount, I'm going to get to that one in the leading up to the tribulation. I have that up, I'll pull that in a little bit. Perfect. But, and I in in the wars and rumors of wars, uh, we we saw this article. GJ, Iran readies for grid blackout war with U.S. So <clears throat> we've touched on it a couple times in the last couple months. Is that you know obviously there's always been tension between the U.S. and Iran. It's just it's starting to um, get back into the news. So we know that there's something tied to that. And again, what happens in the Middle East and around Israel is key. And even though we're, you know, on the other side of the world, uh, U.S. is, uh, you know, if there's tensions from us, there's something there. There's something's going on. So again, it could be a rumor, could be something happen. What I caught is the the grid blackout. When I hear about grid, that's to me that's electric, you know, electricity uh or uh internet so we'll see what happens yeah it's definitely going to be interesting to see that play out um we we obviously don't know how far along iran is in their preparations but uh we also do know that they've been attacked in several different ways and we're not going to really find out exactly why they were attacked but they were so Anyway, let's see. Where are we going to next? Oh, yeah. Okay. Leading up uh, to the tribulation. You ready for this one, GJ? Uh, we moved right along. Oh, hold on. Let me back this off here. So uh, leading up to the tribulation, we have a video here. And I'm about to pop it up. It has to do with the UN and the World Economic Forum. Make sure it's not the one from Billy Madison. That's all I say. No, it's not. That's hilarious, though. Uh, so let me just play this. It's only 21 seconds. I'm going to let you hear what he says just from his own, his own mouth. Uh, this is somebody representing the world of uh, UN, the United Nations, talking about the World Economic Forum. Here we go. This afternoon, the Secretary General and Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, will, sign, will witness the signing of a memorandum of understanding on a strategic partnership between the UN and the World Economic Forum, which outlines areas of cooperation to deepen engagement between the two institutions and to jointly accelerate the implementation of the 2030 agenda. Yeah. So why don't you explain what the 2030 agenda is? The 2030 agenda? Do you remember? Oh, I thought you were asking me to do it. No, I am. I'm asking. I'm saying, or is oh. that going a little over to the edge? No, I think that's, uh, that's okay to talk about. It's on the UN's website. And uh, the 2030 agenda is something that they've been pushing for the last several years. And you can go read about it. There are 17 initiatives. And when you read the 17 initiatives, you think, oh, my gosh, this is really, really great. Of course, we don't want people to go hungry. Of course, we want this to happen. Of course, we want infrastructure. Of course, we want unity all over the planet. So when you read it, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, well, how could this be bad at all? But when you understand that the connection with the World Economic Forum and what the UN is trying to push to accelerate the 2030 agenda, that means that they're feeling some pressure about not being able to accomplish this agenda by 2030, and they are reaching out for help from 
uh, people like uh, Mr. Schwab and his organization of the World Economic Forum that will come in and help to, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this later, but implant uh, chips underneath the skin so they can keep track of people, have a social credit score where people can then shop to a certain extent, but as soon as they hit their imprint for the month, their spending stops and they can't spend anymore. Uh, we already have a credit card that's coming out called, it's for MasterCard, and I think it's called, uh, I don't want to get it wrong. So I'm not going to mention what the name is because I don't want to get it wrong. In any event, you can look that up at MasterCard's actual website, talking about the social credit uh, card website, or social credit card period. And um, this is this is something that, I think is accelerating this un united world, which we have always been talking about on the show, right? About what's going to happen during the end times where there's going to be a global world government, and there's going to be a global financial system, there's going to be a global world order, and it's going to be run by the Antichrist himself at some point. So too much info? No, I don't think so. No, I think that was good. You did a perfect job as usual. Uh, we'll invite you back next week. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, Wait, he controls everything about this show. No. Including no. he can he can literally drop me off. You could you could you know, why would I do I, that? Well, I have I have no authority on this show. Next. Other than <laughs> I can say go to end times that chat. End times that chat. <laughs> I am looking up <laughs> I'm looking at this. <laughs> I'm looking up. Oh, there it is. No, that's not it. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, uh, maybe uh, throw a curveball. Huh? Throw the curveball. I just feel like a curveball's coming. It is, but I have to chase this one window because I don't have. Um, I'm trying to. There you go. Here we go. Here we go. Do you see it? This right here. I'm not going to play it because it's five minutes long, but TJ, this is. This is yours. This is what, um, you know. No, I can't. Can't really see it because you keep doing all this stuff. Sorry, just trying to make oh, sure it. it uh, oh, we see all your threads. All your threads. So, this is our end times chat thread on Telegram, and this is Yoval Noah Harari, and I believe you did post this one. This is the one where you can. It's kind of hard to read. You want me to read it for you? Well, if you just read. The main, the main point, total biometric surveillance. We need to monitor what's happening under the skin. So th there's two things. They want to mo monitor your, your well-being, so your health. They want to monitor your whereabouts. So obviously, obviously we have devices like our phones that are tracking. Uh, so, you know, and cameras and surveillance. And it'll, these... Biometric surveillance will allow you to buy, it'll allow you to sell, it'll allow you to do everything without having to carry a credit card or, you know, different items. <clears throat> so on one hand, the benefits sound, well, sounds great. However, what the unknown is, you know, what is it doing to the body inside? What are, what are the, so then if they, you get out of line, according to them, them, which is really under the Antichrist rule, <clears throat> whether he's fully shown himself or not. So right now we have all this technology. It exists, and people are using it. It is being beta tested in some countries and different places around the world, and, and you can just volunteer, so it's not, like, mandatory. 
But if you see what's all happened over the last two years, it's, you know, a lot of things that weren't, that were uh, voluntary have become mandatory in different parts of the world. So we, we see where it goes. It's all about control. <clears throat> and uh, you either play the game or we'll take you out. That's basically what it is. So the best, the best choice is have a relationship with Jesus, and Jesus is going to protect you. He will take care of you. And most importantly, where are you going to spend eternity? Are you going to spend it in heaven, or are you going to spend it in hell? I choose to spend it in heaven. Dan, I think, is... In heaven? Come on, man. Yeah, Don't right, even Dan's chosen heaven. <laughs> Dan's chosen heaven. In my hand. <laughs> you get the gold uh, star for the day. <laughs> so, my uh, on, your, on your screen. The next one, I decided not to pop up on the screen because of the wording, and I didn't want to get knocked off because of the wording, but uh, Shanghai residents protest mm -hmm. the lockdowns because there were drones that started showing up on their balconies with a loudspeaker saying, <laughs> yeah. please comply with restrictions. Yeah, Control your soul's desire for freedom. What? Go ahead, yeah. DJ. Sorry, I just I didn't want to pop that up because I didn't want it to. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know some, and I, actually, I'm looking right at it. And then, and then the other one was that barking <clears throat> robotic dog. <laughs> oh, we showed that video a while back. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> the, 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 that was the other one that that brought that back out. So it's going down the street, and then you got the drones flying, and you know through the buildings. And I mean, how is that freedom? Oh, it's for your health. It's for your safety. Mm. But it's is it? It's for your safety. But is it? It's for your safety. Hey, you do that very well. Thank you. You might have an you might have a future in acting. In acting or maybe voiceovers, because I have a face for radio. So the um <laughs> moving on to the last thing leading up to the tribulation, and then we have some things you that will make you go. We'll be on the radio. Just kidding. <laughs> We have some things that will make you go, hmm, but before we get there, one of the major thing is, things that are supposed to happen towards the tribulation period is that Israel's, uh, the third temple will be rebuilt on the Temple Mount. You're like, wait a second, I thought it was owned by the Muslims and, and Jewish people aren't allowed up there except for certain times of the year. Well, you're right. Currently, that's the way it is. But on Israel's Independence Day, which is when they became a na sovereign na nation, uh, this lawmaker in their, what do you call them, parliament or, or house of representatives, I'm not quite sure for Israel, but uh, this lawmaker calls to build a third temple. So he's making calls actually on the floor of their government saying it's time to rebuild the third temple. And in Exodus chapter 25, verse eight, that's the first um, tabernacle that was quoted, but and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. We find out during the tribulation period that that third temple, what's gonna happen after it's built, is that for three and a half years, the Jewish people will be able to utilize that temple. And um, it's, it's, there's 144,000 evangelists that will begin to believe in Jesus and evangelize the world. But what we also know is, is that halfway through, the Antichrist is going to actually do something in that temple, according to what the scriptures say, that would be called the abomination that causes desolation. There's been a lot of talk about what that is. Theologically, we don't really know exactly what it is or how it's going to happen. But I thought, hey, there's something right here that I think is massive, massive news that we should put out there at end times. Absolutely. And just to clarify a couple things, you know, so obviously there's been two 
temples previously built and and destroyed. And so it's prophesied that there'd be the third one. And then as Dan said, the Antichrist will show him truth. He will, it's like the unveiling. He will say, show it to the world. I am, and whatever he wants to say, and he just delivers that to the world from the temple. The other thing is that's at the three and a half year mark of the tribulation. So you say, what is the tribulation? There's a seven year tribulation. Uh, some people believe that there's the pre-trib and some believe the post-trib. Pre-trib is, which Dan and I believe is, there's <clears throat> Jesus comes, those that are saved, those that are passed on that were saved, go to heaven with to be with Jesus. And then there's seven years of uh, a lot of trauma, a lot of things. And just think about, it. let's say a billion people all of a sudden vanish. Where do they go? I mean, I mean, then there's going to be a lot of chaos. <clears throat> so then you got three and a half years where everybody's trying to put, come together all for one. I see how one world must unite on a world front. I can see how all these things can come into play. The technology already exists. I mean, everything is, is in place other than a temple. And the temple mounts there, and like Dan said, right now on that temple mount is the Islamic mosque. And so they come together. They agree. They allow the, the Israelites to build the temple. And, and then at the three-and-a-half-year mark, uh, the Antichrist will show himself, and it's, he'll be in human form, and he's going to show himself to the world and claim that he is God, even though he's little G. And uh, we know how this ends. Jesus comes back three and a half years later and takes him out. Pretty, pretty simple. And for those of you wondering, not simply G, little G. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> now, so, so this, obviously, you're, we're getting bold. Whoop. We're going to get a little bold here. These are people that I have that are in uh, the entertainment industry that have come out and have said different things. And it's 57 seconds. I don't know if we you won't. To... Go ahead. Go ahead. You play whatever you want. You're in control, bro. I'm just, <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you what you wanted me to play the whole thing. Uh, I think it's. No, it's... I don't think. I think just, I think you get the gist of it. These are celebrities who are formally coming out and this is documented. Uh, we can actually not hear the voice. No, I think we need to let them hear the voices. Like sign your name in. There you You're go. You're going to do a lot to get there. Like sign your name in blood in a contract with the devil. That's how I got introduced to the music industry. Is I swear I wanted to be like the Amy Grant of music. Yeah. But it didn't work out. And so I sold my soul to the devil for all needless to say. Sold my soul. Why is your hand over your eyes? Because <laughs> I'm a devil worshiper. What are you talking about? Roman is a crazy boy who lives in me. And I think we'll stop it right there. You get the picture. And there's multiple of these after you after this, but these are actual interviews that people have had with these celebrities. So TJ, anything else you want to add here? Well, they they were basically and you heard from the one person I'm letting you say who it is. You know, the one person says, you know, I was going down this path and it didn't work out so well. Then they said, well, how about you go on this path? And then they're basically saying, sell your soul to Satan 
and give your life to Satan. So you can give your life to Satan or you can give your life to Jesus. Or you can do nothing and you're really giving it to Satan. By doing nothing, you're actually giving it to Satan. And I know some people are going to argue with that, but it's pretty black and white. You, you, got, you, got, you got heaven, you got hell, you got Jesus, you got Satan. It is real. And another thing, a lot of people don't believe Satan is real or that devil, they, which is another terminology, that is just a fict fictional character. They've tried to dumb that down because, you know, it's, which is part of deception. So these are individuals that literally have <clears throat> given their life to Satan for success, for money, for all the accolades that come along with it. And uh, it's really going to be temporary because, I mean, you got 70, 80 years of life to eternity. Uh, I'll choose yeah. in heaven. And speaking of um, certain Whoa, things that... I had to throw him right out at me. Yeah, sorry. This is uh actually you popped this one up, so go for it. I, I did uh again every week we're seeing more and more and more of the satanic symbolism. They're putting it right out in our face. They're doing it, you know, at, at theme parks, <clears throat> in our movies, in our cartoons for kids, uh in our schools, and this is happening around the world. So I'm just gonna read this, and there's a big you know, for those that may or may not know, <clears throat> there's a big court case from, I think, 1970, 73, uh, in that timeline, and uh, called Roe versus Wade and uh, regarding abortion. So that's being, that's in the, our Supreme Court right now. And it's uh, being um, argued amongst the Supreme Court justices. And so anyway, that's going on. So some stuff was leaked, as Dan shared last week <clears throat> from that. Uh, it's still not a final decision. That'll be a couple of months down the road before that they'll, they'll give their uh, determination. <clears throat> so it could be repealed or it could stand the way it is. So right here on Fox News, Satanic Temple, and there are Satanic churches and Satanic temples, Satanic Temple to argue abortion is ritual and legal challenges to state that put up hurdles to procedure. So if you go on, it is a ritual. So abortions are part of their ritual. And if you understand Moloch, or how do you say it, Moloch? Is it Moloch? Uh, Molech or Baal, by the Molech way. Baal, <clears throat> which are chief de demons under Lucifer or Satan, and um, if you read in the Old Testament, uh, there was a lot of sacrifices. I mean, basically anything that God did, <laughs> had pe people do for good, they do it and they do it inverted. And uh, they're just flat coming out saying, hey, this is part of our ritual and you're hurting us. So for those of you who don't know anything about um, constitutional law or even have a little knowledge of it, the... This is they're actually claiming a First Amendment right of the free exercise of religion. And the thing is, is that if the states themselves actually say, which we're going to talk about in a minute uh, with Louisiana, that it, that abortion is illegal, then what's going to happen is, is that these satanic temples will not be able to claim in that state that it is a free exercise of religion because uh, free exercise of religion does not include things that are illegal. So even if it's a ritual, you can't do it if it's illegal. 
and there are some cases out of Florida that talked about a particular church performing animal sacrifices. And because it was illegal in those areas to to kill with for, for that kind of a reason, um, they that particular, I'm not even going to call it a church, but that religious exercise was not allowed. So this is a battle that's going to keep on happening over and over and over again. And when, I, when you sent this up there, GJ, I'm like, holy cow, this is, it brought back the memories of my constitutional law classes. And I'm like, this is going to be a tough one to beat, especially if it's not illegal. If it's, if it's not illegal, then they may actually allow that to happen as some states. So there you go. I'm, I'm going to take that evilness off the screen. But um, thank you. Uh, and uh, there's, there's another one you popped up, though, GJ, that I want to make sure you get a chance to throw in there. Thank and you, GJ. I think it's under Chrome. Hold on one second. I'm getting there. Chief Justice Dan Crystal. <laughs> here it is right here. Whoa. So this is a, the cover of Time Magazine. It says it's a special issue. The future of medicine. All right. Okay, great. Not, no big deal. Then how genetic engineering will change us in the next century genetic engineering obviously that has been going on for some time and it just keeps elevating and with all the technology and um there's a lot of other things i could go into and i'm not going to it's just when you start playing god as a human the real god the capital g capital o d is going to uh He's going to show himself. That's yep, almost absolutely. And here, here's, the, here's the interesting thing about this, GJ. This actual issue, I looked it up, was from January 11th, 1999. That's when this issue was actually presented. Right? So interestingly enough, this is something, that, in my opinion, has been planned wow. since then and, not, and long before. And now 22, 20 to 22 years later, we're seeing this very same thing happen with the uh, genetic engineering that's being talked about all over the place, especially with uh, people like Yuval Harari, the World Economic Forum, Mr. Uh, Mr. Gates, and a couple other people. So anyway, this, is, uh, this was 23 years ago this came out, GJ. 23 years ago. I wasn't even alive then. I wasn't born. So uh, that's why I didn't <laughs> pick up on this. Just kidding. Just kidding. What? We'll end off with some good news, uh, at least in our opinion. You may not agree with us that are out there watching, but uh, GJ, you also popped this one up. I told you your name was all over the news today. Wow. Wow. By the way, I, I grew up in Louisiana, and I, I saw that capital. That's all I saw. And I'm like, hey, it's the tallest capital in the country, by the way, in Louisiana. Second one, second tallest is in Lincoln, Nebraska, which is where I live. Uh, trying to one up everybody? That's what you're trying to do? I only live where there's tall capitals. <laughs> so I saw, I, when I see Louisiana, I'd always like, I'm going to pay attention. So Louisiana lawmakers seize the moment, move to make all abortions a crime of murder. I'm not going to say anything else. Hey, I'm just reading the headline. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. That's all you need to do. 
for those of you that are out there, this is uh, this is a big deal. And there are other states that have already instituted the six week rule. And some of the government is kind of federal governments come against those states and actually try to sue them. And uh, and as we heard last week, the Supreme Court is about to come out with a decision. It was leaked for the first time in our Supreme Court's history. Instantly that day, as soon as it was leaked, there were protests all over the National Mall uh, in front of the Supreme Court building. They've put up gates in front of it and fences to protect the justices. It came out with the justices, uh, the ones that are conservative, at least. They sent out their addresses to try to threaten them and make them feel like they, if they don't do what the masses say, then and change the decision. So, this, if you think this is not a battle of good and evil, uh, then I don't. Uh, there's nothing we can do to help you. <laughs> this is yeah. a battle of good and evil. Yeah, and as you do so well, is you're keeping it simple. Is being the smartest man alive. It's I know it's difficult to keep it simple, which you do. God bless you. <laughs> May God have mercy on your soul. Boop, boop, boop. All right. I just threw a joke at him. Nobody knows. So him and I know that. So I apologize. And uh, the one thing I can say is it doesn't matter where you stand on all this. It really doesn't. People get caught up in all this and where you stand and all this. To me, it's all about heaven, heaven and hell, good and evil. As Dan said, good and evil. And you can just see it. I mean, you're pointing out all this news. I mean, most news is negative. I haven't watched the news in years. I pay attention to the news now just because we do the show, because we know there's stuff underlying or buried or not even talked about that's happening in the world. And that's part of why we do the show is bring, bring the signs, you know, the signs that could be a sign or it could be a sign to a sign. Most importantly, be aware so that you can understand what's happening. And a lot of the stuff that's being put out there is like, it's for good. It's not for good. And I'm not saying I'm for this or against this. What I'm for is Jesus. And I'm for you to have a relationship with Jesus so that you can live in heaven with Dan and myself. That might be a detriment. That might be a determinant. I'm sorry. I apologize. But yes, if you don't like me. You go to heaven, you better better get over that. I've had, oh, yeah. I've had to learn that. You know, remember the song, Heaven is a Wonderful Place. Da, da, da. I don't remember the rest of that song, but it's a great play. It's a great song. I remember it, never heard it. Especially that version. I bet your mom has heard it. I bet she could sing it. I bet right now she's like, GJ, I'm so disappointed in you. You can't remember that song? I can't remember any song, bro. Okay, well, there it is. I didn't, get, right, so. I didn't get that gift. My dad couldn't sing a lick, but he would belt it out. Hey, it says make a joyful noise, my man. Make a joyful uh, noise. It was, it was definitely noise. And my mom and my sister like are phenomenal singers. Oh, I would love to have her. I'd love to have your mom come on one of these days just to pop on the show and say, hey. Oh, hey, she knows how to use some technology. Some. Hey, that's some. all right. We can make it work. All she needs to do is be on the screen. We'll make it. We'll make it happen. So, mom, if you're listening, we would love to have you come on the show. Hey, I'm going to see my mama on Friday. And for those of us that we celebrated, and my, sister. And my sister. Well, hey, all right. My favorite sister, by the way. I and know people get in trouble when they say their favorite sister. I'm literally <laughs> getting to go see my favorite sister on Friday. That's oh, you wow! That's exciting, man. Super yeah. exciting. 
and my uh, favorite brother. Well, we have about I'm kidding, mostly all my favorite family members. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I only have one brother and one sister. <laughs> and one mama. One mama. Well, I got a few mamas, but my mama, they gave birth to me. I have some uh, mamas that pray for me, so. Oh yeah, we got mom. We gotta get mamas to pray for me too. But all right, over to Revelation, bro. Let's talk about Revelation. Why do we? Do this why do, I was why just do gonna do that. Yeah, I'm handing it over. I'm giving. You I know the, that's really good. This is why mic. we are on the same page. We. This Give is why we mic. work. Here's the mic. I'm gonna drop it. So Revelation, there's, and there's, we've been talking about. There it is. We've been talking about the Revelation. Mic. There's the mic. We've been talking about Revelation for the last year and a half. Uh, we've been on, doing this show for a long time now, working on two years, coming up Whoa. in October. I know it's pretty crazy to say it that way, but uh, I really wanted to go into. I know I really wanted to go into a little bit more about the Book of Revelation, and in the description I say, "Is it fact or is it fiction? It's fact and it's not fiction. The Book of Revelation in the Bible is not a fairy tale, and for those who believe in Jesus." Though it does have a happy ending. For those that do not believe in Jesus, not so much of a happy ending. So in the first three verses, there are seven things that we can learn about that help us to get a better perspective about the book. But before I get into that, I do want to say the word revelation, the actual name of the book in the ancient Greek is apocalypsis, which is where we get our term apocalypse. By the way, the word apocalypse actually means to unveil or to uncover. It does not mean destruction. <laughs> it means that, we, I mean, the reason why we always have these pictures of destruction and bombs and fires and, and all that, when you say the word or think of the word apocalypse is because what ushers in what was unveiled and uncovered is what's going to happen in the end times, which is a lot of that and the trials and tribulations that we experience. The, the sister word in Greek, apocalypto, actually means to reveal and appears 26 times in the book of Revelation. Uh, it's a very distinct style of literature. Uh, for those of you who don't know anything about this kind of literature, it is apocalyptic in nature, which can be very symbolic. So there are several different ways you can actually interpret the book of Revelation. And there's been a lot of argument over the years about how you do this. But um, there's allegory, which are pictures it pictures the conflict between good and evil or Christianity versus paganism. There's the historical way of reading the Bible, which means it shows you the development of church history. And then there is the literal way of, of reading Revelation, which is understanding the events of chapter 4, verse 1, to the end of the book as describing the future of what is to come. I think that all three of those play a part in how we interpret the, uh, the book of Revelation. But in the book of Revelation, we read about the seven Beatitudes. We read about the seven churches, seven spirits, seven golden lampstands, seven stars, seven seals, seven horns, seven eyes, seven trumpets, seven thunders, seven signs, seven crowns, seven plagues, seven golden bowls, seven hills, seven kings, among other sevens. And this number seven actually stands for completeness. And um, and so and, I thought it'd be it was really and perfection. And perfection, yes. So I thought no, it'd be I really happy. Why? It's in your dad's Bible. Oh, Papa Reynolds. Come on, Papa Reynolds. The set, there is seven things though that I wanted to talk to you about in, in the in the uh, feeling of the perfect number, uh, the, of the number of perfection, I should say, that we see that help place the book of Revelation in a proper perspective. Number one, 
in in Revelation chapter one, verse one, it presents Jesus Christ in all of his glory. So we know, we understand that Jesus is the son of God that was sent down to this earth to be, to be born, to live, to die for our sins, to sacrifice himself for our sins, and to be raised to life, conquering over death, hell, and the grave. He ascended to the Father in heaven. That's where we pick Jesus up in Revelation. It is the presentation of Jesus in all of his glory and the fact that everything that surrounds the book of Revelation has everything to do with how he's going to usher in this, uh, his reign, his reign, not, not the Antichrist, but the actual Christ, the actual Jesus who is the Christ. Number two, it proclaims the glorious return of Jesus to the earth. The third thing that it does is it prophesies events in the future that will take place within a short period of time. That seven-year period is what we're talking about, and then the time frame of the end. It Fourth, it pictures future events with unique symbolism, symbols that we can actually see in today's world that uh, you could probably, even throughout history, kind of see a bunch of symbolism that has been leading up to and ushering in this whole time frame. And as GJ has so aptly put it in the past, we are in the two-minute warning. That two-minute warning has lasted 2,000 years. And, um, but we really do believe that we are in the last stages of that even right now. Number five, it puts heavy emphasis on the role and ministry of angels. We actually see a lot of the ministry and role of angels in the book of Revelation, uh, which is absolutely amazing. And we'll talk more about that in the future. And number six, it places great emphasis on the church and the church's response to Jesus. And that's all in chapter one, verse one. And then in chapter one, verse three, it presents a great blessing to believers. It is the great hope. Revelation is not meant to be something that scares us out of hell. It is something that wants to help us understand the importance of being brought into heaven and what we, what we will miss if we accept Jesus as our Savior. So uh, one last thing I want to say about this before we pray, and, and uh, GJ, just get ready for that. We're gonna, I'm going to have you pray oh, as Jesus ask Jesus to uh, bring people into people's lives. But this revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's an exaltation of him. It's an unveiling of the glorious person of, the, of our Lord Jesus Christ. So just consider some of the titles of Jesus in the book of Revelation. Chapter 1, verse 5, he's the faithful witness, the firstborn from the bed, dead, the ruler of the kings of the earth. 1, verse 8, Alpha and Omega, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. 1 verse 17, first and the last. 1 verse 18, the living one. 3 verse 14, the amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. 5 5, lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. 15 verse 3, the lamb, Lord God Almighty, the king of the ages. 19 16, king of kings and lord of lords. And in 22 verse 16, the very end of the book, it ends off with, he is the bright and morning star. This is the God that we serve. This is the Jesus who we want to introduce you to. And GJ is going to introduce you to him now. Well, but you covered a lot there and you did a great job there. And I was basically going through my dad's Bible through this. And two things stood out with what you said. Going back, you like seven this, seven that, seven this. I mean, a lot of sevens going on. <laughs> and as you said, seven is complete, completeness, completion. And and it also means perfection, as I interrupted you and said. And so when you're describing all this, it's God's perfection. 
And a lot of people don't understand it. Why would God do this? Why would God? Because he's had a plan before we were even on this earth. And he uses all these crazy things, good and bad, for his gain, for his his kingdom. So seven is perfection. So I'd look at Revelation as the completion and the perfection. Um, and then the, the other thing that I that my my dad had in here is repent, repent. So in chapter nine, at the very end, he said he hand wrote this: repent dash repent. So no matter where you're at right now, no matter what you've done, no matter you know the struggles you have, uh, the sin that you've committed, and 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 you know. One thing that I can see see is like a lot of people put out a lot of evil stuff. I pray for them now. I I have a sensitivity for them now that I didn't used to have, and that just shows that how God can take you and soften your heart. And when He softens your heart, it doesn't mean you're weak. It actually means you're stronger. And God looks at the heart. So, what is your heart? And if you're watching this right now, if you're listening to this right now, God is talking to you right now. You might hear my voice, but God is talking to you. The Holy Spirit is working. Jesus is working. The Trinity is working on you. And I thank you for paying attention. I thank you for listening to this. So what is God telling you? You know, repent no matter what you've done. And, and if you say, hey, I already gave my life to Jesus. All right. I, I recommit every week. And sometimes I recommit every day. And I'm in the Word every day, which is the Bible. I pray every day. And I am around people that are uplifting me and supporting me and for me. And sometimes we don't have those people around us. And sometimes, you know, it's it's the closest people around it can be toxic. And I understand that. And toxicity, toxic people will create toxic situations. And if you're in that situation, you may not be toxic, although the toxicity can get onto you. And I've seen that over and over. And so right now, God is talking to you. And 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 you have the choice. Do I choose to follow Jesus? And be and spend eternity in heaven, or do I choose not to to reject him or to go a different path? And you're going to spend eternity in hell. And when you read what hell's like, I mean, what we read cannot even do it justice on on the bad side. And then what we read about heaven on the good side, we it, it, we can't even quite understand. I don't believe we can fully understand it until we're there. <clears throat> All I know is the glorious. Um, it's much better than here. And so you have that choice. So I challenge you to repent. I challenge you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And so all you have to do is, is repent, which is, you know, you know, asking for forgiveness from Jesus, uh, asking him to come into your heart. Uh, and he will come into your heart. He will come into your mind and he will come to your spirit. And even though you may be in that bad situation, he will start to walk you through that path. And Dan's been in some tough times. I've had some tough times. And I look at the toughest times were actually the key elements for me to start going in a whole different direction. And it took time. It, in some cases, it took years. And sometimes I, I have flashbacks like, whoa, it's like the PTSD. Whoa. <laughs> it's, it's still there sometimes. How Now I feel like I have the scars versus the wounds. So you may be wounded right now. You may be operating out of your wounds. Jesus will heal that, and Jesus will give it so that you have the scars 
so that you can move forward and and have the purpose that he has for you. And no matter what you ha- what you've done or where you're at, God has a purpose for you and it is a great purpose. And when you step in it, it's what's best for you. And a lot of times we're afraid to do that because well, it could be this and I don't want to do this. Every every step has created another opportunity. And, uh, you know, Dan and I get on this show, we joke around, we talk a lot of different things. We're very serious about this, and we definitely have a heart for people and a heart for for people to have more people spend time in heaven with us. We don't say that to be condescending or look at us. It's just that's that's a conviction we have, and you can have that too. So we're going to pray. So, Father, I ask that you come into my heart. I recognize that you are Lord and Savior. I ask that you take away all my sins. I I ask for forgiveness in anything that I've done. <clears throat> I recognize you as Lord and Savior. I I I just ask you to give me the next step, to give me the guide of what is is next for me, so that I can live in purpose, for purpose, and for your purpose, so I can have impact. Till the time that you come either calling or I pass on so that I can have eternal life with you. Again, Lord, I ask for forgiveness. I recognize that you are the Lord and Savior in everything. And everything is, comes to perfection and completion, as Dan said in, in his teaching today in Revelation. So in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. By the way, you're on mute. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, because there was a lot of noise happening in the background, so I didn't want to disturb you. <laughs> well, one thing we do, well, you're not disturbing me, because um, I'm used to it with you, with kids, <laughs> 28, 28 Cujos. <clears throat> yeah, no kidding. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to read a scripture verse to wind us out, but uh, I, don't, I don't have to if you don't want me to. Dude, we can hear you now. I know. <laughs> um, no, anyway, the close it out. If you, if you, if you uh, accepted Christ this down, you prayed this prayer, no matter when this is happening, whether it's uh, today, right now, or even a few days from now, when you're watching it in the late evening, when God has uh, put on your heart, Revelation chapter one, verse three gives you this blessing. Blessed is the one who reads the word of this prophecy and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it because the time is near. The time is near, people. We need to read our word, read the Bible, read the book of Revelation. And uh, God bless you guys. We'll see you next week. If we haven't been taken to heaven, then check us out on endtimes.chat. Bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more, and don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.